seat when we were on our joint car trips. And he has always turned his nose up at anything to do with GPS. There are such things as maps, aren't there? What's wrong with good old maps all of a sudden? And then, of course, there was the problem of driving on the left in this stubborn old country, so the risk of something going haywire at any moment was quite considerable. But I managed it. I had overcome both the minefield of London's obsolete traffic systems and the torture presented by the motorways. I had succeeded in filling up with petrol and paying cash without any problems, and it was only when I got as far as the narrow roller coaster of roads over Exmoor that the feeling of melancholy caught up with me. But I never stopped in a lay-by in order to raise my depressed spirits, even though I maybe ought to have done. Besides, I'm not at all sure that I saw a lay-by. But as the fact is that in this country nearly every place named on a map also has a pub, at shortly after half-past four I parked next to a white van with the text Peter's Plumbing on the door in a strikingly deserted car park next to a strikingly abandoned cricket field. I hurried indoors without giving myself time for remorse or second thoughts. So, Wedden Cross it was. I had never set foot here before and had never heard of it. Well, I did wonder for just a moment whether I ought to take Castor for a little walk first before drinking that glass of wine. I must admit that I did. But he doesn't like rain, and he had been out when we stopped for petrol an hour and a half ago. I don't think he even raised his head when I opened and closed the car door. He enjoys having a rest, Castor does. He sometimes sleeps fifteen or sixteen hours a day if he gets the chance. The place turned out to be called the Rest and Be Thankful Inn. Apart from the big busted bleach blonded woman behind the bar, about my own age, possibly slightly younger in fact, there were only two other living beings in sight that late November afternoon. A frail-looking old lady with a crossword puzzle drinking tea, and an overweight man in his thirties wearing working clothes and a dirty baseball cap with a fancy-looking P.P. just above the peak, with a mug of beer firmly grasped in his powerful hand. I assumed he must be the peripatetic plumber, but neither he nor the crossword woman looked up when I entered the room. But Bar Blondie did so. Mind you, she did so only after first carefully drying the wine glass she had in her hand and placing it on a shelf in front of her, but still. I ordered a glass of red. She asked if Merlot would be okay, and I said that would be absolutely splendid. Large or small? Large, please. It's possible that P.P. and the crossword puzzle solver raised various eyebrows, but if so, it was something I registered in the same way that one notices a butterfly behind one's back. It's raining, said Blondie as she poured out the wine. Yes, I replied, it certainly is. Rain, rain, rain. She said that in a singing tone of voice, and I assumed it must be the refrain in some hit or other. I don't know why I chose the word hit. I'm only fifty-five, after all. But there are certain words and phrases that my father used to use, and I've noticed that lately I've started using them as well. Top hole, cup of char, brolly. I took my glass and sat down at a table where there was a little brochure featuring local walks. 
I pretended to begin studying it in order to have something to do with my eyes. What I would really have liked to do was to drink my wine in three deep swigs and then carry on driving. But it was not my intention to make a lasting impression on those present. I might eventually return, even though my reason for stopping at just this place was that I hoped never to return there. A solitary, unknown woman of mature years who pops in and drinks a large glass of wine in the afternoon would no doubt attract attention in a small village. That's the way it is, nothing to get head up about unless you are a poet or an artist. I'm not a poet or an artist. And Wedden Cross was not my village. My village is called Winsford. And according to the brochure on the table in front of me, it is half a dozen miles to the south. The pub there is where I really must be careful not to put a foot wrong.